Hey guys and welcome to episode number 50 of the Surf Coast Creators Podcast. I'm your host Ben Hucker. Joining me today, co-host Jess Mallington. Welcome Jess. Thanks Ben. Great to be here for the big 50. Big five zero and our final podcast. I know. It's pretty insane. It's going to be sad to say goodbye to it. But what is this podcast all about? Well, we tell the stories of doers thinkers and creatives on the surf coast in Australia. Why do we do it? Well, we think the coast is a melting pot of creative minds from the city, the country and the coast and we wanted to get their stories out there. Each episode is packed full of insight and a good dose of practical hints and tips. Our guest today is us, Ben and Jess. <laughs> <laughs> so I've nailed that intro. You have. After doing it 50 odd times. So yeah, very sad to be doing our final podcast, but why are we discontinuing, Jess? Well, we have some great news um, to share with everyone if they don't already know but we're expecting a baby this month and we are getting married in December. There you go. So a few big changes coming about. So time and resources a little, a little bit limited at the moment even though we've had so much fun interviewing so many guests. We started the podcast what in May 2020? Yep. Uh, we just lost our jobs post-corona and here we are still lingering with corona and all its aftershocks and after effects and seems to be getting worse but we won't dwell on that it's been so much fun and yeah just a lack of time and resources to commit to the podcast with a baby on the way and the wedding coming in december as well and also just the time and commitment to, for the actual podcast itself so yeah you know a lot of people think that it's just record a bit of audio and then upload to the internet but you should take us through the process because I know a lot of people ask about what it actually involves. So. Yeah, it's a big one. It's probably, well, I'll go through the items. So first we we research guests. You know, we look at newspaper articles and read books and other things and we see stuff on social media. A lot of people think that we have connections with every guest that we interview, but a lot of the guests that we interviewed, I would say 80%, we didn't know from a bar of soap. No. We, I mean, we knew Alan Imo at the start yep. and a few others, but that was about it. Yeah. So it's crazy. So there's there's the research aspect, finding good guests. Of course, people email us as well. Yeah, there's a lot of research. There's finding the guests. There's building rapport with the guest. There's asking that guest to come on the podcast, which is always Super a nervous nerve. moment. Yeah. <laughs> I remember asking Jesse and Sam from Built for Adventure. I remember just holding onto my phone thinking, oh, I hope they come back to us, I hope they come back. <laughs> they came back about half an hour after I texted them and they said, we'd love to be on your podcast. And I was like, wow, that's that easy. Yeah. That's all you have to do. And yeah. we're good friends with them to this day. So yeah. stuff like that has just been amazing. So yeah, there's beyond that, once you get them to agree, you've got to schedule a time for them to come on the podcast, which can be difficult given your schedule as a personal trainer. Uh, my schedule as a copywriter and content strategist day to day, and then the guest schedule as well. So yeah. that was really difficult. You got to tie in three different schedules, mm. get them booked eventually. Tuesdays seem to work well for most people. Tuesday morning. Mm -hmm. uh, then there's the recording, of course, and the going to the premise. So typically the workers' hut or maybe the guests' premise if they had one, or coming to our place, or we hook up on Zoom, which has been the case for the past eight, nine months, we've got really good at recording on Zoom and I think it's better audio quality on Zoom anyway, so that made it easier, but still after that there was uploading audio, which takes time, like the size of an audio file is enormous, it's a bit like a video file, probably mm -hmm. not as big, but a sound file is, is enormous, so yeah. it takes time to upload, uh, then you've got to edit the audio, so 
initially, yeah, we used, we used to just record and then upload and post away, but we realized that that wasn't enough after about probably 10, 15 episodes and we started editing the audio quite heavily. And mm-hmm. a lot of people picked up on it actually and made comments that it was uh, a lot different and a lot higher quality, you might say. So we deleted a lot of gaps and ums and ahs and things and background noise and some we missed, but uh, for the most part, it was better quality audio overall. And then we'd write the intro after editing the audio. We'd record the intro. Uh, that could be multiple edits sometimes, multiple takes, depending if you know I was doing it at the end of the day or at the start of the day and whether or not I had much sleep the night before, but could be difficult at times. Then you're uploading to Buzzsprout, which is our podcast provider and host. Uh, then you're writing a show description for them. You're adding links to make it engaging for, for listeners and so they can click through to the guest or the tools or resources that we mentioned. On top of that, you're drafting an email. You're sending that email out to your database. It's got to be something catchy. You've got to think of a headline for the email, different to the headline for the podcast. We ended up going with a pretty generic heading headline in the end for emails just to keep it sharp and simple. Yeah, then there's the social media aspect. So pumping and promoting episodes, each episode on Instagram. Uh, Facebook as well. Facebook kind of died a little bit because we just weren't getting much engagement. I think that's the the general algorithm for Facebook. We had a lot more success on uh, Instagram, I think. And yeah. Instagram is just a lot more fun anyway. So Yeah, I think so. But some people aren't on Instagram, so there is important to post to Facebook as well. Yep. Uh, then there's audiograms. So it was a matter of, you know, finding something that was intriguing and good throughout the episode, which was never difficult, but it was actually the act of finding it, which took a bit of time. Yeah. Uh, we thank the guest afterward, of course, and we asked them to promote the episode. We would have thought that was self-evident, but for some it wasn't, so... Just a little bit of a nudge there sometimes to help guests. We'll get guests to help us promote the episode. Mm-hmm. A lot of guests, I think, were a little bit too humble <laughs> didn't really <laughs> want to promote the episode. But once we gave them, a, gave them a little nudge, 80% of guests really, really cranked it on Facebook and Instagram and were superb. So Yeah, sharing it with their audience just because yeah. it's, yeah, it's so, so important to get it to their audience as well as ours because they're the ones that are going to be interested in listening to it. Yeah, that was part of our growth strategy from day one. We basically started from zero followers, Facebook and Instagram and grew the podcast from there. So we relied a lot on other people's networks and all their connections and all the rest. So if you ever go on a podcast, then make sure you share it. After all that, so quite a comprehensive list of things there. Then you uh, do it all again the next week. Just sit back and listen to an episode <laughs> and, yeah, you think about it for an hour or two and the lessons learned and all the rest. And then, yeah, as you say, you do it all again the following week. Oh. Find another guest and off we go. So, yeah, it's pretty intensive. All those items there in terms of time, probably about some weeks, six to eight hours a week on top of a full-time job and on top of your commitments as a mum-to-be and... Back and forth to medical dad to be. appointments and all the rest, <laughs> and dad to be for myself. So, yeah. time intensive. It's if you've ever been a blog writer or put content out there to your audience, then I'm sure you know the feeling because mm. you want to put quality stuff out there. You don't just want to record audio and post it on the internet. Yeah. So, yeah, we put a lot of effort into that and just don't have that time and resources to commit now, especially with the baby on the way and the wedding. So, that's, that's our reasoning. Nothing. 
at all to do with the quality or quantity of people on the coast and the creativity. It's just, I don't think we even scratched the surface. No. Like we interviewed, we're about to go through that, some stats in terms of who we interviewed and whatnot. And gosh, there's still people I find on Instagram. I'm like, wow, they're, they're on the surf coast. I've never heard of them. Mm. But you start following and I think we, if we put a list together of all the people that we could interview, there'd be hundreds. On the surf coast alone. Just the surf coast, yep. Let alone other hotspots like Byron Bay and mm. Margaret River and yeah. uh, Sunshine Coast and even out of South Australia as well. Yeah. So, Tassie, it's just <laughs> endless. So there's a lot more creatives out there that um, we felt, I felt like we had a little bit of a bubble there of creatives, but community that we built is probably 10 times the size in reality. More. Yeah. So uh, that, it's been a lot of fun. Absolutely. Enjoyed it, learned so much, but we'll go through a couple of stats, Jess. So what were yeah. our downloads in total well, to this day, we should say. And we should say as well, the podcast will remain on iTunes, Spotify, all yeah. your favourite channels. It's not going anywhere. You can still tune into your favourite episode or hash back and look at another episode. We might even rehash a few episodes that we've done and post them Yeah. without doing interviews and things and just until the, the dust settles towards the towards the end of 2021. Yeah. Well, I think the most exciting start of all is that we hit 9,000 downloads. Just ticked over 9,000, which is it's always my goal to do 10,000 downloads in a year, which is not a lot for some of the bigger podcasts out there. And But, yeah, that was a massive achievement for us from zero. Yeah. Like, I just I couldn't really fathom hitting 9,000. When we hit 1,000 at the start, that was amazing. <laughs> Oh, I do remember that. And then it was during lockdown, and we were beside ourselves. We had a thousand downloads after about yeah. three or four episodes. Yeah, couldn't believe it. And here we are, nine thousand. It's crazy. So that's from May 2020 right through to today's current date, which is September the fourth. Mm. So this will go out in a couple of days. But yeah, that's a, that was a huge effort. So our our top episode uh, was from Alan Imo, and they hit. 422 downloads yeah that's crazy that was alan imo were our first guests on the podcast yeah they make custom furniture custom made timber beds yep absolutely superb furniture and imo as well with her creative talents as a website developer and copywriter and other things so yep content creator social media marketing mm-hmm. and yeah 422 for those guys which is which is really good and then our second was Jeff Crow from Bells Breach Brewery, which was another one, a bit of a, like a, a stalwart of the Torquay Township, puts a lot of work and effort into, I think he runs Commerce Torquay and a few other initiatives and yeah, he was very, very big popular. In, very big in the community as well. You always see him um, yeah. at the Bells Beach, like at the Bells Beach brewery, brewery truck at all the events around Torquay. So he does get involved and... Um, yeah, it was really cool to hear his story. Yeah, very visible, always around. So you always see the truck getting around and, yeah, big career as a photographer, a very uh, top-line photographer in sports world and motocross and rally cars and bit, bit done everything in, in terms of sports. And he's so. just been in the 2020 Tokyo Paralympics. Oh, he has photos, too, yeah. So. And winning awards for his brewery now. Yeah. They won a big gold medal last year for yeah. the, one of their brews, so... Uh, third, Tell Lemons, a boy from Ocean Grove. Ocean Grove. <laughs> no, Warrnambool first. Oh, yeah, that's 
Uh, Tal was a ripper. He, re- he talked about promoting the podcast. Like he really, really dug deep and helped us promote the podcast. Yeah. And that was still pretty early days when we had Tal on. My favourite part about Tal's episode was seeing an article about him in the Surf Coast Times after we got back from holidays. And I thought, because he won an award for an international award for one of his photos in Vienna at the International Photo Awards. And yeah, just to read that article, and I thought, oh, maybe I can reach out to this guy and get him on the podcast. And I thought, no chance, but reached out. He came back pretty pretty quickly, and yeah, we never looked back. We've become really good friends with yeah. Tal. Yep. And he was actually the first host of one of our MIDI masterclasses. So stories like that, we just love. That's yeah. what we'll miss the most. Definitely. But we're not going anywhere. We'll come to that in a minute. <laughs> <laughs> we're not disappearing. Um... And other social media stats, so built about... <laughs> Two, or nearly 2,000 followers on Instagram. Uh, got about 600 followers on Facebook and about 300 email subscribers. So they're not huge numbers, but they're pretty good for a little community indie podcast. And yeah, we started from scratch with no real network. We're not from Torquay or the Surf Coast, so we built that network from nothing. So a pretty good effort overall. Uh, female solo guests, we had 20 of them. So 50 episodes in total, 20 female solo guests, mm-hmm. 18 male solo guests. Yep. So we kept it pretty pretty even in terms of gender. Yep. Uh, couples, so couples in business basically, like Ellen Imo, Jesse and Sam, uh, Jeffrey and Rowena Martinich. Yeah, we had seven couples and yeah, 10. Those listening in and taking note will probably notice that that doesn't add up to 50, but we had about four or five episodes that we did, didn't we? Because... Yeah. We started with seasons and we introduced, we used to do an intro episode and then a conclusion at the end. So yeah. that was about five, 50 all up, which was crazy. Can you believe we've done 50 episodes? I can't, when we were putting these stats together, I was like, wow, I can't believe, I can believe how much work we've put in now. Like, yeah. Uh, from top to bottom, I'm just going to go through our guests. Maybe you want to kick it off, Jess, and do about half and then I'll do the other half. All right. This is well... from. Uh, the get-go to the end. We're just saying thank you to our guests for bearing your souls on the podcast. It's not easy on a small community podcast to, to you know, put it all out there. Yeah. We had some pretty personal stories on the podcast as well. So in a big city, you might get away with, you know, no one knowing who you are and less at stake, I guess you might say. But there was a lot at stake for a, a commun- local community podcast, which a lot of people tuned into. So yeah. we thank you a lot for sharing your story. <clears throat> well, first off the bat, Alan Emo Roberts, Jeff Crow, Jesse and Sam Jeffrey, Alison Smith, Dave Graham, Leslie Carvido, Xavier Morello, Caroline Teakle, Leanne and Ian Neeland, Case England, and Ali Kennedy. I'm not sure if you got Case's surname right there. <laughs> Sorry, Case. Sorry, Case. Natalie Martin, Tal Lemons, Lauren Smith, aka Lola Berry. Ben, you can take it from here. Uh, following that, Mark Clapworthy, Ocean Grind, Emma Barr, Jay Cross, Alison White, Tim and Danny, Pally, Brittany March, Dave and Beck Scott from the Workers' Hut, Luca Rossi, Surfboard Shaper, Jimmy Buskin, the artist from Warnable, Jess Sherman, Craig Crossweight, Crossy, Landscape Photographer, Harriet Birrell, Akka, Akka, Natural Akka. Harry, <laughs> Akka or Akka. Uh, Ant Williams was a big one, Romy Roach, Ryan Rowell, Kayla Houlihan, Ren McGann, Kate Buchan, Mike guests for all the way from Scotland. That was yeah, big too. That was amazing. Uh, Fabiana Aguila from that, all the way from Spain, mm-hmm. but living in Melbourne and moving to the coast. Ray Bishop, editor of Surfing Life magazine. 
Claire Summers, Jeffrey and Rowena Martinic, Jenna Hutchison, Craig Baird, Eliza Frankcomb, Andrew Helmich from the Central Coast in New South Wales. So we did branch out into interstate. Uh, Jody Hayes from Torquay, Fern Millan, Torquay as well, and Ash Hughes. We had a few photographers there to finish, but Ash Hughes, landscape photographer. Lucky last episode, number 49. Mm-hmm. So yeah, extra special mention as well to Caroline Teekel, who was episode number nine of the podcast from Max Dead Clothing. So it does a lot of women's knitwear and fashion and just going gangbusters. So she came on the podcast, she was working part-time at the time, and now she's gone full-time and killing it. Like she's got a little warehousing and distribution facility at the Workers' Hut, which we introduced her to. So Dave and Beck pretty happy and Caroline happy as well. But we're saying an extra special thank you to Caroline because she was our first official sponsor of the podcast, which we really, really yeah. appreciated. Yeah. So she ended up sponsoring... Three episodes. Three episodes at the time, which is, what, late last year? Caroline had enough faith to, to back us for three episodes, so it really kept us going for another three months. Because yeah. this is otherwise a voluntary pursuit, so that really helped, you know, in terms of just nudging us along a little bit. So thanks, Caroline. Thanks, Ed, as well. A bit of shout-out to Ed. Mm-hmm. It'll be filthy. That's Caroline's partner, <laughs> if we don't thank him. So he, Ed is Ed Maxted, so hence the name Maxted Clothing. Uh, who asked extra special mention as well to Tal Lemons. So Tal was the first host of our first mini masterclass. So we held that a few months ago. And it was a really difficult time actually for Tal at the time. I won't go into details, but difficult time for him personally. And he backed it up and went over and above for us, didn't he? Yeah, he was amazing. We ended up getting 10 people in the class at 80 bucks each. And we just really, really thank Tal for all his efforts in promotion and social media and all the rest of those. It was our first mini masterclass and a lot of people were showing a bit of faith and it was so good to have 10 people there on the class, on Zoom. It was all, all online. Mm. That was the whole that point. That was the goal too, to get to sell 10 tickets. Yeah. We stuffed up the payments and the processing at the start and had to return money to some people, but those people rebooked, thankfully. So shout out to you as well. You know who you are. And yeah, it was a ripper. Tal did such a good job and we thank Tal so much for being a or taking the time out of his busy schedule as a photographer and working full-time in mental health to help us out with the first mini masterclass. So thanks, Tal. Also, big thanks to Rem McGahn as well from Western Australia. So all the way from Margaret River was the host of our second mini masterclass. So thanks, Rem. That was absolutely brilliant as well. So the first class was Tal. We kind of covered how to print, frame, and sell your images, which is actually quite a difficult task. And we found that out during Tal's class, but he did such a brilliant job that we kind of came away thinking, oh, it's a three-step process and it's actually not that bad once you know what you're doing, but it can be difficult if you don't know. And for Ren, we covered editing in Photoshop as well, and he did a really good job. We sold 13 tickets at 80 bucks each for that class and once again went over and above in terms of marketing promotion. We did it all. We did private messages to people on Facebook. We did posts on Facebook groups. There was nothing, no stone unturned and all organic too. Didn't pay any money for any ads. So it was brilliant. Thanks to you, Ren. And that's another good story. Like I've known about Ren's photography for quite a while. I saw him in a book a few years ago about surf photography. It was, I think it was the top 50 surf photographers in the world. And I saw Ren in that book and I thought, how cool would it be to, you know, sit down and pick the brains of a guy like that. Guy's been there, done that, and one was the 2020 Nikon 
Surf Photo, who won the 2020 Nikon Surf Photo of the Year, as judged by Steph Gilmore and nine other judges. So, accomplished photographer, reached out, social media, built a relationship, building rapport in this case, took about six months because he's a really busy guy. Um, eventually got him on the podcast and eventually I kind of casually said to him at the end, we should do a class. And he's like, yeah, that's the direction I want to go with my photography. Yeah. Because it's all I about education. I couldn't believe he said yes. <laughs> next minute we did it, so. And you don't know unless you ask. Like, if no. the podcast has taught us anything, it's you have to just ask. That would be one of our lessons, wouldn't it? You have to ask. You can't assume. You can't assume that you're not good enough or you're, they're too big for you or this or that. you just got to ask and see where you're at. Literally. Well, and having said that, we had our fair share of rejection as well in terms of some other guests that we wanted to come on. But 80, 90% of the time, people were more than happy to come on. Mm. And yeah, Tal, Ren and Caroline, especially thank you. But all of our guests, we thank you for, for sharing your story and bearing all on the podcast. Myself and Jess, we did a short podcast each and we realized how hard it is to actually answer questions succinctly and put together, you know, <laughs> some sort of theme for a podcast. So you realise how difficult it was, but you all did a fantastic job. Mm-hmm. Uh, number three, Jess. So just on the subject of classes, we hope to do a few more mini master classes on a few different subjects. We're just going to get through the, the birthing, the, the great birthing <laughs> first and then the wedding. And then... <laughs> you're a bit nervous, Jess? Or... Uh, uh, when you put it like that, the great birthing. The great birthing. <laughs> so you'll be right. She'll be right, mate. Yeah, we're just going to gonna try and do some more classes in different disciplines like illustration, marketing, uh, craftsmanship as well. So a bit more to come there. We, as I said, we're not disappearing. It's just the podcast component of Surf Coast Creatives that we don't have the time to commit to at the moment. Mm-hmm. Some highlights, Jess. This is uh, the fun part. So well, kick us off. So we launched the podcast and we got fe- we were featured in the Surf Coast Times, the Geelong Addy, the GT Mag, all after losing our full-time jobs. Well read off the sheet there again. <laughs> Just like the intro for the first podcast. But that is true. So Surf Coast Times, Geelong Addy, GT Mag, that was all good fun. Mm-hmm. It was actually a bit of a spin out. It's like, wow, there we were on page 12 of the Geelong Addy for a podcast and Surf Coast Times as well and a little snippet in the Geelong Addy. For the other media features. That, they, uh, they sent a photographer to take a photo of us on the beach. That's right. That we had was... to do those poses. Yeah. <laughs> We've still got that photo on our website. Yeah. I love the photo, but I'm just super awkward anyway. So I was like, ah. <laughs> <laughs> what do I do? Trying to model. And hey. Other highlights were sponsorship. As I mentioned before, I couldn't believe it. That someone was willing to back us, but end of the day, it was a good quality podcast with a good following. So thanks, Caroline Teagle from Maxed Clothing for having the faith in us. Uh, other highlights, launching our first mini masterclass with, with Tal, as mentioned as well. A second mini masterclass with Ren, another big highlight. That, that's when it went from a podcast to a business. Yep. So not a big business, but... That's when we went, wow, we can generate an income from this. Mm-hmm. We can help educate people about different disciplines and different creative pursuits and take these world-class photographers like Ren and Tal and teach people. So that mm-hmm. was a, a big moment. And I remember f- selling that first ticket. That was huge. When yeah. that $80 came through from PayPal. I just couldn't believe it. So mm-hmm. I think you were working and I interrupted your work and... <laughs> told you <laughs> check out the text I just sent so that was big I'd love to do more pretty intensive in terms of promotion and the rest but 
definitely got plans to do some more classes. Another highlight, Jess, that happened late last year. We didn't really say much about this, but take us through it. Um, well, we got... It's been a royalty, yeah? Yeah, we got to meet some royal... Representatives. Yeah, that's, that's the, the word. <laughs> Baby brain. Uh, we received an in- invitation to a roundtable discussion with the Governor-General at the Surf Coast Shire, uh, Linda, the Honourable Linda DeSau. <laughs> DeSau. Surnames really throw me, like I just cannot. That is a tricky one, Linda DeSau. She's the first female Governor of Victoria and she's reports directly to the Queen. And she actually read up and she has the power to dis- technically to dismiss the Premier. And I was going to ask a question at the roundtable discussion. You were going about to be very cheeky. Would she or wouldn't she dismiss the Premier, given the current situation? But it wasn't really in the spirit of <laughs> the discussion that day. So yeah. I let it be and I'll save it for another day. But that was a real spin out to be sitting there with, I think we had the fire chief there, the governor, the governor's husband, uh, Andrew Howard is his name, I think. Yep. The Honourable Andrew Howard as well. Yeah, big audience, and there's a few other creatives there. Uh, Leslie Carvito was there as well, photographer from Surf Coast, representing creative people. And, yeah, so many good stories. And it's like, wow, we're one of, like, a dozen really, really good stories that came out of corona and other people that had initiatives. Like, there was the the one that really got to us was the the food delivery around Torquay. Oh, yeah. What was the stat she gave? Was a thousand families or something go a week? A week go hungry? Well, they did deliveries to a thousand families, thousand people a week. Yep. Something like that, but it was just amazing to see that, and it was all a volunteer initiative, and it's all operating out of Torquay. I wish we looked up some more details before we did this, but yeah, the initiative was just—it was so good to hear that. And then, there, of course, the chief firefighter as well, saying it was a quiet year compared to the year before. The and year before was an absolute nightmare. He and brought up that um, that volunteers in the CFA, or is it the CFA? Yep. Um, have dropped because there's no training being done during oh, coronavirus. Right. And he said because of the year before when they had the devastating bushfires, there was all these people ready to go, you know, for, you know, Feb, March, leading into um, finishing the fire season, mm. ready to go for the next season. And because of corona, none of it was done. So they don't have any or many volunteers for the upcoming bushfire season. So he was raising awareness about the difficulties of that. So Yeah, he's saying in Lawn specifically. Yeah. They couldn't find any volunteers. Yeah. Because you get a lot, of, a lot of wealthy citizens down there at Lawn, but very few that are willing to volunteer for firefighting services. Or that live there full time. So well, that's true as well, yeah. That was the issue that they'd be there holidaying and if they're not holidaying on Tuesday when the fire breaks out, well, there's no one there. Yeah, there's all sorts of stories like that. And Linda was just incredible as well. Great to talk to her. She's been a, again, don't quote me here, but I, I think a, like a senior counsel and worked yeah. in Hong Kong and yeah. used, to, used to be a prosecutor, used to prosecute Chinese triad gangs and all sorts of things. So yep. amazing woman. But the first female governor of Victoria, that was that was a lot of fun. And a oh, highlight for me, as I said before, hunting for guests after reading articles or books and you know seeing the likes of people like Ren or 
tell in the newspaper, reaching out and saying, hey, I think we did the same thing with Ina Pelly. Yep. From memory. And they and came on the podcast. Um, and they've just gone ahead in leaps and leaps and bounds. So, so you're inner journalist. It's sniffing around for a story. Yep. That was a fun part. <laughs> Bill Provence, the same thing. They popped up on social media. They did this really good outfit for a, a van. I don't know if that's the right word. Outfit. Fit out. Fit out. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Jesse and Sam and everyone that's into van life. Uh, yeah, same thing. Popped up and reached out and good mates with them ever since. And they did a really, really good podcast as well. Uh, another highlight, getting out of our comfort zone. Obviously a difficult one to push yourself. I don't know if I would have been as... I wouldn't. I don't think I would have been able to do the podcast if it wasn't for doing it with you. But I'm very grateful that I've had a crack, even though sometimes I can't string a <laughs> sentence together or I mumble. Baby or, yeah, it's been been very enlightening and amazing to just throw myself into something new, and wouldn't have definitely wouldn't have done it without you. So thanks, Ben. For... Well, I probably would say the same thing. I don't think I could have done it by myself, especially if you. Cop a bit of criticism from time to time. Time to time, I would have, probably would have gone to water, but always had the, you there to back me up. Just so that was always good, and we got so much good encouragement and feedback from people. And I think mm-hmm. we've still got a five-star rating on iTunes. We had about 26 ratings all all up on iTunes, which is pretty significant as well. Yeah. So we must have been half decent at it. Yeah. And it was fun to m- meet people together, like make new friends together. Yeah, that as well. Yeah, sharing stories, experiences, that was a big thing. Yeah. And a, a lot of our guests, too, weren't comfortable coming on the podcast initially, but warmed up and they tended to be the ones that really smashed it out of the park and did a great episode. So mm-hmm. that went both ways, I guess. So a lot of guests, our guests getting out of their comfort zone and us too. Yeah. Especially after losing our jobs and all the rest. I always figured from day one, if no one listens, then we'll just shut it down and try and pretend it never happened. <laughs> but, yeah. <laughs> We let so many people know and built a big email list. So it was a bit of pressure there to perform in the end. Definitely. But But I hope people enjoyed it. I hope we made them laugh and I hope we (laughs) gave people a little bit of knowledge and insight at times. I hope they took something from it. Definitely. Which I think they did. Going by the feedback, of course, it's not everyone's cup of tea, but I think for the most part, a lot of people enjoyed it. Last one. Final highlight, Jess, before we start to wrap up. We said this would be 15, 20 minutes. How, how long has it been? 35. Oh, gosh. Um, well, this one is pro- probably my biggest, one of my biggest highlights was the co- uh, coffee meetups that were held once a month at Ocean Grind. I think we've done six or seven of them now. Yeah, I reckon seven straight. Yep. We've always got in the gap between lockdowns and stuff, so keen to see if we can go ahead for September. <laughs> we might sneak in again. Literally, if we're out of lockdown, make sure you come to this coffee meetup because about three days later, we're usually in another lockdown. So it's your chance to meet creatives and just have a have a quick catch up before we go back into lockdown. But it's been really fun. We had 25 guests, one on a whim for the May coffee meetup. And that was for our anniversary of the one year, one year for the podcast, which was pretty cool. I remember seeing Mark Clatworthy's face. Yeah. <laughs> like, what the hell are you doing, Ben? Like, there's 25 people here. The place is packed. Yeah. Getting the orders for coffee, left, right and centre. Yeah, that was brilliant to see. 
I was a bit nervous about that one, given it was our anniversary and we pumped it up a bit on social media and I thought, oh, I hope at least a dozen people show up, yeah. even half a dozen. But 25 in the end, crazy. Yeah. Some of the most talented artists and creatives on the surf coast too. Mm. And a few drop-ins from Melbourne as well. Yeah. So thanks everyone for attending our coffee meets. They'll continue. Yep. Uh, touch wood, we can get by in September. I gather we'll probably have restrictions of 10 people again, but... Uh, we'll see on that one, but there, there'll be an invite on social media if we can go ahead with that one, of course. Yep. Uh, yeah, monthly coffee meets will continue. Hopefully do a few more mini masterclasses. We'll keep promoting people's work on social media. We'll probably open it up a bit more because we only really promoted our guests' work on social media, but we'll open it up and promote other people's content on social media as well with their permission, of course. So, yep. yeah, more mini masterclasses. More coffee meets, more social media. It's just a podcast component that we're wrapping up. Yep. Sad to say, but we, we might come back in the new year, Jess. <laughs> See how we go. You but... never know. Another 50. Oh, cool. Oh, cool. <laughs> uh, we'll see how we go. But what, one thing I'd like to do is do more of a, a story format for the podcast. So rather than doing personal vignettes, uh, going after creatives that have got a big story to tell, a specific story. So beginning, middle and end. I'd like to do that, but might be wishful thinking at the moment, given our lack of time and resources. But, yeah, definitely something to think about going forward in addition to the other stuff. So not disappearing. We're staying here, Jess. Mm-hmm. We'll still be a presence. We'll still be getting around the surf coast. And and the website will still be um, running. So we're opening up we're opening up the inv- an invitation to any experienced blog writers to, who want to feature on the, on the website to get in touch because it's another way to get the word out about creatives and keep the community flowing. Yeah, we didn't have many writers that we kind of opened it up early last year. It wasn't, it didn't really uh, gain traction. But yeah, if there's any guest bloggers out there that want to get a guest feature on our on our website, we've got an email, quite a large email list and social media following and all the rest. So help you promote the articles and got anything good to say about creatives and or your business or what you're doing or stories or yeah if you want to get it out there beyond mm. your own blog platform then let us know and we'll publish it otherwise Jess where can our listeners go to keep following the Surf Coast Creatives journey well they can go to that website that I've just mentioned surfcoastcreatives.com all the podcast episodes are on there there's features on different creatives there's the mini masterclass links and we may even set up an event page. What do you think? Oh, yeah, we're thinking about that because we get a lot of people saying, hey, can you promote my event via your, your podcast and your, your social... Oh, we forgot about our our Facebook group as well, the Surf Coast Creators Community, if you want to join our group. Mm. So jump on board there. It's about 330-odd people. A little bit hard to maintain and keep alive at times, but I think that's just the nature of Facebook groups. But, yeah, if you want to list your event and... Basically, we we would set up a portal where you can list your event and it would be listed on the website and we help you promote it. So, something to think about. Yeah. We, I, I swear we get probably two or three a week. Yep. Saying, hey, can you do a shout out for us? Which we're more than happy to do. But, again, just uh, time and resources and all the rest to, to get it actually done. That's it, Jess. That's it. That's Episode five zero. Finished. All done. How long? It's been... 18 months or so. But yeah, we thank all our listeners, all our guests, 
it's been an amazing journey. Only 50 episodes, but I think a lot in there. I don't know what the average lifespan is for a podcast, but can't imagine it's 50 episodes. You see a lot around seven or eight, and then it's just they can it because it's too difficult. It is a lot of time and work and effort. And unless, yeah, ideally you've got big sponsors and things to, to make it all happen and a network of people to help you work on each episode, but difficult without a budget and all the rest. And yeah, we just got a lot happening towards the end of the year. So. Well, thanks, Ben. Thanks for letting me be a part of the Surf Coast Creatives podcast. I know that I jumped on your idea um, when you thought up with it, came up with it, and um, yeah. I'm very grateful that you let me join in. So I just wanted to say a big thank you to you and all the work that you've put in, because it wouldn't be as amazing as it is. Without all your hard work, I literally was along for the ride for most part of it. So yeah, that's all I wanted to say. and. Thanks for listening, everyone. Great to be a part of something cool. Yeah, thanks, Jess. That's very kind words and no baby brain whatsoever. No. Well, yes. <laughs> well, you got that out. It was fantastic. No, I really appreciate that. Very kind words. And I would say, yeah, it was a privilege to get people's stories out there and help them promote their businesses and create pursuits. So keep on creating. <laughs> don't worry about perfectionism and just keep putting your work out there. And don't worry about failure. And looking stupid yeah, we, we had the chance to look very very stupid by launching a podcast but it all worked out okay in the end didn't it Jess so absolutely keep taking risks and keep getting your work out there and yeah keep following your heart and your passion otherwise this is episode number 50 of the Surf Coast Creators podcast I'm your host Ben Hucker I'm signing host, off with Jess Mallington au revoir goodbye have a good week <laughs> see you guys see ya